Welcome to Profit and Prosper, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to make some money while doing what they love. On this podcast, we're going to pull back the curtain and talk about all things business and money, but I promise you this is not your typical boring numbers talk. I'm your host, Sarah Young, a CPA and CFO with over a decade of experience in finance, business, and leadership. I'm going to share everything I've learned from helping my clients grow more profitable businesses and keep more of what they earn while growing my own successful business along the way. You'll feel empowered and confident that you too can grow your wealth, live a rich life, and have an impact. Stick with me and you might even start to think that finance is fun. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Profit and Prosper podcast. This is episode 67, and it is going to be part number one of a three-part series that I'm doing on how to make more money. I know this is a topic I talk about a lot, but I'm going to break down a framework that I have put together to walk through exactly how to make more money and put more money in your pocket from your business. But before we dive into that, I want to tell you a little bit about what is going on. So I actually had several episodes batched out, um, and I had them like sent off to my podcast editors, and um, now I'm redoing this and going to swap them out because I decided sort of last minute, spur of the moment, to do this series and um, also to create a whole new business and launch a new program. No big deal. <laughs> so... If you're on my email list or if you follow me on Instagram, you may have already seen me talk about this, but a couple weeks ago, I went on this retreat and I spent a lot of time thinking about what I really wanted to do. And if you've listened to any of the CEO Diary episodes specifically, you've heard me talk about like wanting to shift to where my energy is taking me and just wanted to expand and do some different things. And so this is the result. I'm taking some really messy action here. And so what I decided a couple weeks ago is that I am launching a whole new business around coaching and mentoring. And I don't have a business name. I'm tentatively, creatively calling it Sarah Young Coaching. I don't have a website. Um, All I have are landing pages for my offers. (laughs) And, you know, I don't have branding. I don't have any of that. And none of that matters because ultimately, like, none of those things are what I need to get started. And the catalyst is that I realized, you know, I've been doing this coaching and mentoring all along. I'm now just going to formalize it a bit. So, you know, I've had coaching programs for a while I just put everything under the same umbrella of Young & Co., but now I've decided to switch it into a separate business, and I'm not leaving my existing, you know, CFO and tax agency business at all. Like, obviously, that is the bread and butter. That is my, like, moneymaker for me personally right now, but I have recently hired more team members, and so I'm able to step back out of the day-to-day even more from that business And I have plans later this year to hire a CFO um, and to hire potentially also a wealth advisor over there. And so, you know, all good things coming over there. And, you know, like you've heard me say in the CEO Diaries episode, like, I don't necessarily want to be in the day to day anymore. I want to be the CEO of this business. And I still love what I do. I just need to manage my energy because the business is growing to the point where I just can't be the primary touch point anymore. And that's a weird place to be. So I'm really separating out 
the two businesses now into, you know, a full service CFO and tax agency that is Young & Co. I actually have my web designer, I asked her to go through my website and redo it a bit and take my face off of it and make it more branded just as like Young & Co. And, you know, to take away the I language and all that stuff. And so that's coming. We may even have it out by the time you listen to this episode. Who knows? So that's going. And then I am launching on the coaching mentoring side. I'm launching a new program. So I now have two programs under the coaching umbrella, really three. And I'm just separating them out um, into this separate umbrella and making this a personal brand that is separate from my business brand. So it's a really fun exercise to go through. And I'm taking a lot of messy action because like I said, I don't have all of the fancy doodads (laughs) ready to go. I'm just doing the thing and like hoping it works. So the way that it's going to work, just so you know, since I don't have a website for you to look at, I have my existing millionaire CEO incubator that is not going away. That is just going under my personal brand. And that's going to stay where it is. Well, not really stay where it is. I'm going to upgrade it. And in the meantime, I am launching, I have already been pre-selling a new program called the Six Figure Profit Blueprint. I may, if you're listening to this much after it comes out, I don't think I can trademark that name. And so if I, whenever I come up with a name I can trademark, I will change it to that. So just know, don't think you're crazy. Um, I just wanted to slap a name on it and get it put out there. And so the whole point of my personal brand, the coaching mentoring business of Sarah Young Coaching is to help female founders like you listening, make more money and save and invest more money. I'm trying to really allow myself to step out of the box of being a quote unquote accountant, CFO, CPA, although I very much am that still. And I have that as my experience is, you know, in business, but specifically in the land of finance and money stuff. But I also have been running this business for over four years. It is very successful. I have a lot of things that I want to say and do outside of just the finance space. And that's what the coaching business is going to be all about. I don't love the name coach either. Like something about it is a little bit icky to me. And so that's why I also am using the word mentor. Um, I don't know. We need some branding. So I have clear messaging. But either way, Sarah Young, in my space, we are going to talk about how to make more money and save and invest more money. So I always wanted the incubator to be about what the name is, the millionaire CEO incubator. It is about helping women business owners and really any other business owners, but I tend to get a lot of women, obviously, helping you put the things in place to be able to save and invest more money from your business. Like your business is the cash flow generation machine that you turn around and use to invest. And so that is going to be like, I'm taking that program back to the North Star of what that is what that's about. And to do that, I created the Six Figure Profit Blueprint. That program is specifically about making more money. So step one, you have to make money. And then step two, we are going to invest in assets, save money and invest in assets to eventually produce passive income that replaces your primary income from your business. Or if you're married, your spouse has a job to replace their income. That's the goal. And so step one, I'm pulling out into the Six Figure Profit Blueprint 
blueprint. And I'm really excited about it because I've basically, I've kind of allowed myself to take all of the elements of what I'm already teaching about how to make more money, how to increase your cash flow. And I'm allowing myself to talk about other topics that I always told myself I couldn't talk about because I was a finance person. And so in the blueprint, I am telling you basically everything that I know to be true to run a successful business outside of just the money stuff. So we are going to talk about time management. We're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about offers, pricing, your marketing, your lead generation pipeline, your sales pipeline, all of those things. We're going to talk about inside the blueprint because they're all necessary. I'm structuring the blueprint to be a 16-week bootcamp style program. And I'm putting, admittedly, there's a lot of topics in there. The reason I'm structuring it this way is that I want people coming in who are ready to make a change and who are ready to be action takers. You're hearing me. I'm taking action really fast. And this is how I've been successful in business is by taking quick action, by making a decision, making the change, seeing how it works, tweaking as needed and running with it. And so that is what the blueprint is supposed to be. And so it's boot camp style, not because I'm going to be yelling at you for all 16 weeks, but just I have laid out week by week for 16 weeks exactly what I want you to focus on to make more money. And when I say make more money, you know, most people in the business space think about making more money in terms of sales. And obviously that's important to make more money. What I mean is paying yourself a paycheck and I want you to pay yourself a six figure paycheck. Because that is the amount of money that is going to start to drastically change your life. It is going to change how seriously you and your partner and your family and your friends take your business. It is the amount of money that you probably are going to need if you want to put a decent chunk into saving or investing and to retire early like me. So I want you to get to the place where you can pay yourself a six-figure salary. To do that, you are going to have to scale your revenue. If you've listened to some of my past episodes about like 250 is the new 100, that is because that's the level where you can pay yourself a solid paycheck. And so that is the focus of this program. If you want to get in on the Six Figure Profit Blueprint, I'll put the link in the show notes. It is www.millionaireceo.co forward slash six figures. There's a really quick like five or six question application. So go fill that out and then you will immediately get all the information about the program. And the reason I have the application is just to make sure that you're in the right stage of business to do the program. So the blueprint is aimed at people who are, you know, growing more, not totally established, but you're not brand new. So you need to have had at least like five or 10 clients. You know what you're selling. You know who you're selling it to. And now you're ready to double down on the success you've already had. This is the ideal person for the blueprint. So go there, fill out the application, send me a DM on Instagram. If you have any questions, I would love to have you. So this series is about making more money and I'm breaking it down into three steps. So step number one is about setting up a profitable foundation and stopping the money leaks. So I find that if I could boil it down based on all of the businesses that I've seen, I think that when people are not making money, when you're not actually putting money in your pocket, it boils down to a couple of key areas. And I'm going to outline those areas in this episode. So that's step number one. And then in subsequent episodes in part two and part three, we will talk about part two, which is about scaling and hiring. 
we will then talk about in the third episode, sustainable success and the things that you need to sustain the um, business that you grow. So let's dive in to part number one of my Make More Money series about the profitable foundations. So how many of you, when I say profitable foundations, are thinking that I'm going to talk about things like bookkeeping? (laughs) I'm actually really happy to say that in the blueprint, I am barely referencing bookkeeping aside from telling you to go and hire a bookkeeper to do it for you because I don't think you need to do it yourself. And I actually love that. I've structured all of it. So like we don't need clean financials to do anything. And it used to be something where I would like include that in all of my programs, but I've seen it time and time again, hold people up. And I want you to be able to get really quick wins and to make a change without having the solid numbers. Although that is obviously a goal of getting them clean. Okay. So let's talk about the foundational things that I want you to focus on. If you are not making, uh, if you're not making money, You know, one of the things that I've learned whenever I'm trying to improve any area of my life is sometimes it's actually better to cut things out than add on. And I think in business, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I need to make more money, then you're like, let me post more on Instagram or let me add this new income stream or let me create a digital course or whatever. Oh, my God. Side note. Let me rant about something. I saw this Facebook ad from a very popular business person. I won't say their name, um, but the Facebook ad said, add 100K to your business this year with a digital course. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this is not it. If you are really burned out in your business, if you are at capacity and you're still not making more money, it's not about adding on a whole separate income stream. It's not about adding something new. Okay. This like really irks me if you can't tell. So, I mean, the problem is like, if you want to add a hundred K from a digital course, let's say you price it 200 bucks. How many do you have to sell divided by 200, 500, the conversion rate, let's say is 1%. So that means you have to get 50,000 people to view the sales page for your thing, right? How many of you know how to get 50,000 people to your landing page? And so when I say we're talking about adding more stuff onto your business, this is it because you're going to spend a crap ton of time (laughs) and energy trying to figure out this whole new strategy when it's actually so simple to make more money if you are smarter about it. So it's not about adding more. It's about being smarter about what you are doing. That is how in 2021, I went from 10 to 15K months revenue burned out working all the time, over-delivering, wildly undercharging, to about six months later, making 20 to 25K months, could afford to hire a full-time team member to support me, could afford to take time off, you know, last minute when our childcare, like, didn't come for the day. Like, it's because I got smarter about what I was selling and I got smarter about how I was managing my time. It's not because I launched a digital course that added 100K to my bank account in the year, okay? So to be clear, like some t- like there's a time and place for a new income stream. There's a time and place for a digital course. Obviously, I have courses, right? But this is not the catalyst that put six figures in my bank account. The catalyst that put me in, put six figures in my bank account was being smarter, and double doubling down on the success that I had already had that got me to those 10, 15K months, okay? End rant. The first thing that we're going to do in the six-figure profit blueprint is we're going to take things away. We're going to do an audit 
of the areas of your business where I find that people tend to do things that cause them to lose money, we're going to do an audit and we're going to take things out because I want you to have really quick wins and I want you to free up your time, your energy, some of your money possibly so that we can lay the groundwork and do things smarter and scale faster. Okay. And so let's talk about those four areas, mindset, time management, your spending and offers and pricing. All right. So let's talk about each four of those. So number one is your mindset. How does your mindset cause you to lose money? If you are always doubting yourself, if you are always second guessing yourself, that's going to cause you to not make money. There's so many different ways that your mindset can cause you to lose money. This is actually something I learned. I was in a life coaching program. I was first introduced to it by this woman called Carla Lowenthal. She has no idea who I am, but she has a program. She does life coaching, and she has a program that teaches you the life coach school model. I can't remember. the. It's called the model, but it's like the – it takes you through this process of figuring out how your thoughts – about the circumstance that you're in impact your actions and your actions are what impact your results. And then you get into this feedback loop of your results, reinforcing your thoughts. And so this is how we get into this constant spiral of like, you have negative thoughts and then the results you're getting reinforce those thoughts and your brain is like, see, I told you so. And you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like, I love that. And so one of these days, like I may have to get some sort of life coach certification so I can teach this model just because I think it's so great. One day, Sarah, we're not talking about adding more things. We're talking about taking things away. Okay. (laughs) So your mindset is one that is going to hold you back. And I think one of the most common areas, aside from the self-doubt, is feeling like you have to do it all yourself. And so I'm talking to you who are, you know, you've started your business, you've worked with some clients and you're realizing like, oh my God, you know, maybe realizing is the wrong word. You're thinking to yourself, OMG, if I want to double or triple my revenue, that means I have to take on three times the clients. That means three times the work. And that means I'm going to be working long hours. I'm not going to be able to hang out with my family. What do I do? (laughs) Right? This mindset trap of if I have to, if I want to make more then I have to do more. And that I think we have to let go of. And so all of the different layers of what is going on in your head, it's too much for me to go to in this one episode, but I want you to step and just step back and just think about, you know, try to sit down and recognize whenever you feel, you know, stressed out or anxious or overwhelmed or ashamed or sad or fearful, right? What I do is I just step back and I've trained myself to recognize those emotions and those feelings in my body. And I ask myself, what is the thought going on? And then I ask myself, is this actually true? Most of the time, it's not actually a true statement. It's just my brain going off the rails. And then I work on reframing that. So your mindset is an area that is going to constantly hold you back. And I always recommend people have a practice of doing that awareness, whether it's meditating, journaling. Lately, I've been doing, I've been really into like tapping, um, whatever that is, just like stopping and bringing awareness to it. So there's one. Area number two is time management. And so people don't realize, when I say people, I mean business owners, like time is money. And I know that is so cliche, y'all, but it's so true. So you don't realize how much time you are wasting on things that aren't making you money. 
if you are not making money and you are working 40, 50, 60 or more hours a week, then you are spending your time on something that is not making you money. And so again, it's not about adding more onto your calendar that is already packed to the brim. It's about taking things away that are not making money and doing something different, either resting or putting your time in places that do make you money. So there's definitely techniques around like some things that I personally do in terms of time management, like time blocking my calendar, limiting meeting times, um, just trying to be smart with, with what I do. But I think that we also need to think about like, what are all the things you're doing in a day, in a week? I think marketing is like the key culprit in time management. How much time are you spending doing all these different fancy marketing strategies or trying out different things all the time that aren't working? And if you just stopped doing those, like how much time would you add back to your calendar? (laughs) And people are like, but I have to keep posting on Instagram. And I'm like, but do you get clients from Instagram? Like, no, they come from referrals. Then why are we spending a ton of time on Instagram right now? Like, this is not the priority, okay? So time management. The other thing about time is that business owners forget that the time that you spend delivering for your clients is not free time. And so what people do is they say like, oh, you know, somebody bought a $5,000 package for me. That's five grand in my pocket. Great. But you don't step back and think about the time that you put into delivery, right? And so this is an area where I think we can definitely do better um, about throwing some numbers on things and just seeing like, how much time are you putting into this? Could you afford to hire someone else to do the delivery for this offer? Or is there a better way to structure it? And I'm going into the other bucket of offers and pricing now. There's some overlap, right? But I think business owners forget about that all the time. If you go back, I think it was episode 50. Maybe it was 50. It was a profitable offers episode. I definitely talked about this in more detail. So go listen to that. But your time is your money, right? Again, this is also tied to mindset, right? Time management. If I work more, I will make more money. You guys, in the month of May, I took two vacations. I have not taken that much time off like ever since I started my business. Two vacations and I had a record month. We booked $132,000 of new clients in the agency business. That is $11,000 a month in retainers. I just went from like 35K a month in retainers to 45K a month in retainers in one month. It was not about time, time that I put in. It was about being really smart about what I was doing. Let's talk about spending. When it comes to spending, I find that business owners fall into two camps You tend to either, and this is a generalization, right? There's shades of gray, but like one are the people who buy everything and never implement, never use what they have. And then on the other end are the people who hoard all of their money and are afraid to spend it. And so this is probably in part due to mindset issues. There's always overlap between the things, y'all. Probably mindset issues, but then also we tend to confuse expenses and investments, So people who spend all the time, they think that their expenses are actually investments. So they think that if they keep buying stuff, that somehow magically that's going to be the thing that fixes all their problems and causes them to make more money. Um, They think they're investing, right? But they're not actually because they're they're just throwing more and more spaghetti on the wall instead of just figuring out like what's the really simple process that works 
for bringing clients in, for serving the clients, for putting money in my pocket. How can I do more of that? On the other hand, people who are hoarding all of their money, I mean, I've had clients come in who have over 75K, 120K or more in cash. These are solopreneur business owners. Like they don't have payroll costs. They literally just have six figures in cash in their bank account because they're afraid to take it out. They're afraid to spend it on the wrong thing. So they view investments as expenses. They think that hiring a CFO for their business is just going to be a line item on their budget when it really would be the investment that they need to make to make more money. So getting your spending in control, wherever you land on that spectrum, I think is really important. I do like to look at people's spending in two camps. So expenses are different than investments. I know that they end up, if you do have your bookkeeping done and you look at your P&L, they end up in the same place. They're all in your expenses. But like when I'm talking to clients, when I'm coaching people, I want to know how much did you spend on just ongoing stuff, right? On your team, if you have any, on your ongoing regular marketing, any software subscriptions, any office rent, stuff like that, internet, whatever, like how much does that stuff cost? And we want to keep that as lean as we can while also allowing you to like, if you don't want to work all the time, you may need to have more team, right? I'm not saying like cut all your team costs and stay lean all the time if you also don't want to work more than 10 hours a week. Like that just doesn't make sense. So keeping your expenses as lean as you can while still achieving your goals would be on the one hand. Looking at investments is separate. So I also want to know like what did you put into investments and what were they? Because those are different. If you spent 20 grand on a business coach, that should be an investment. Did you get a return off of that? Yes or no. If you hired a consultant to do a project, that's an investment. And I want to see that separately. Like when I'm looking at the health of a business, I want to know without these investments, did you turn a profit? And then you chose to allocate your profit to that investment. So getting your spending in line, whether you're afraid to spend or you spend on things that you don't need. I And for the record, I'm the type I spend on things I don't need. Yes, even though I'm a money person, whatever, I still buy stuff I don't need. I have to keep it in check. So that was number three. The fourth area, and this is the biggest one, I think everybody probably needs to work on this, is your offers and pricing. And so this is in the six-figure profit blueprint. This is probably something we'll work on. Um for a lot of weeks, but I've put two weeks out of the first phase, just two offers and pricing. And again, the blueprint is designed to give you quick wins. So we're going to revamp your offers. We're going to revamp your pricing. We're going to structure the delivery of that offer so that other people can do it for you. Okay. And then you're going to go out and start selling it. (laughs) And I actually was putting this together today in the course platform and like typing out like, what do you need to sell your new offers? And it's like nothing. Put a link, put a Google Doc together with what's included and start sending it to people like you don't need anything fancy to start selling. Okay, this is the point of the blueprint is we're going to do quick and dirty action and start to get quick wins. So with your offers and pricing, there's so much I could say. I'm specifically talking to service-based business owners with this. So I think that within this area, right, we need to make sure that your offers are set up so that they are easy for other people to deliver and so that they are priced to be profitable. And I think a lot of your offers, like if you're a solopreneur, if you're freelancing, right, like 
your offers, you structure so that you personally can deliver them. And you're like, I can do this all day. Like this is straight money in my pocket. It's a whole different beast when you are thinking about outsourcing some or all of the delivery to a team member. And so I have so many recommendations for offers and pricing. I think that going high ticket is absolutely the fastest path to make more money. It's what I did, but it's not the only way. And so I like to recommend that we think about a few different things when we're structuring your offers and when we're doing pricing. And I'll just give you the high level, you know, two minute overview. So number one is for you service-based business owners, I think specializing or niching is important. And I know there's people out there who are like, I don't niche and I don't need to. I'm like, that's great, right? But when you think about hiring somebody else to come in, you have to understand that no one else is going to be a unicorn like you. Not no one, but like everyday people who are going to go work for other people and not start their own businesses, like they're not going to be the types who are good at everything, right? Like they're probably not going to be a jack of all trades. Maybe occasionally you can find one, but usually not. And so your team is not going to be amazing at hopping from one task to another and doing different things all the time like you are. And so if you can specialize by focusing in a specific area or with a specific platform, or if you can niche and focus on a specific industry, you're going to think that's boring because you're an entrepreneur and you like to problem solve, but your team is going to be more successful because they're going to be doing the same things repetitively and they're going to get really efficient at it. So we want to think about how can we specialize our niche? Who can we work with? What can we provide that allows us to do the thing that we do really well and just do it over and over and over again? Figure out the process for making more money, y'all. Don't overcomplicate it. Let's make it as easy as possible. I also want to think about monthly recurring revenue. So, you know, my expenses in my agency since I've hired my most recent people, if I include my pay my paycheck, it is about uh, 45 to 50 K a month. Um, that's scary to say out loud. And you just heard me say a few minutes ago that as of April, we had about 35 K in monthly recurring revenue. I came into May feeling a little bit of a crunch because while our, my monthly revenue is about 50 to 60 K pretty regularly, it's because I have that monthly recurring revenue and then I'm selling other things on top of that. Okay, like whether it's tax people who tax packages who pay all up front or I would launch my programs or I would do a project like we'd get to 50K, but like I had to find 15K a month or more. And so that gets to be stressful when you have payroll, right? I'll be honest. And it was stressing me out. And so one of my things for me was, hey, let's um, convert some of these clients to monthly retainers. And so I did. And that's where my 11K monthly retainers come in. And now we're at 45K in MRR. That basically covers all of our outflows for the month. And then anything additional I sell on top of that, which I'm sure I will because I always do, that goes to profit. Basically, it's straight profit. And that's an amazing place to be. Like that is so much less stressful than having to start from zero every single month. And so if you can structure an offer that gives you monthly recurring revenue, you will, I'm doing like chef's kiss right now. You will love it, okay? So we wanna think about that. The other thing is that we wanna think carefully about our offer suite. And so I think there's some pricing psychology we can do around low, medium, high ticket offers. There's also this idea of the ascension model, right? So maybe you have one main offer and then you serve several clients doing that offer, 
One of the easiest things to do to make more money is to capitalize on those repeat clients. And so one of the best ways to do that is to come up with what is the next thing that they need after you do their main offer? Like, what do they need next? And can you serve that? Can you come up with an offer? An example for me in my agency model is our offers. We have three. We have the concierge tax package. We then have the finance suite. And then we have virtual CFO. As our businesses, as our clients' businesses grow, they go from tax to finance to CFO because their needs are going to change. They're going to need more support. And so we have that available, right? And it's the same team that's doing all the work. It's just different layers of delivery, okay? So they come into the tax package. They start making more profit. They need help with taxes. But then as their business grows and they're like, hey, can you guys help me monthly? Can you help me with some forecasting? Yes. Then they grow even more and they want CFO support right? That's the ascension model. So it's there for them as they grow. There's other ways to do it too. That's just one example. So I think that having these offers, pricing them correctly, again, thinking back to what's the simplest way we can do this to make our lives easier and to make it so our team can deliver these offers efficiently. That is the goal. And I would bet that a lot of y'all's offers are not structured that way right now, or they're not priced correctly. And so I could do a whole other episode. I have done episodes on pricing. I won't go into it now. I could keep going. I don't know if you can hear, but like, I'm excited. I feel like I have a whole different energy level since I've started doing this, but it's really fun. And so you need to make sure they're priced correctly because one of the things we're going to think about is how can you hire an operational support person? If you have one already, how can we get another one to pull you out of the day-to-day even more? Or if you don't have one, if you maybe just have a subcontractor or two or a VA, like how can you actually get like a right-hand operational team member? How can you get them in there? And still have a profitable offer. Because people tell me all the time, like, I'm afraid to hire somebody because I don't think I'm going to I'm gonna have to give all my money to them. And my feedback is always, if you have a profitable offer, you would not be afraid to scale it up. Because if it was profitable, every time you sold another one, even if you hired more people, every time you sell another one, you're going to make more money. And so you're going to scale that up as fast as you can. So if you're afraid to hire then you're either afraid, you're either not priced correctly, your delivery model is not correct, or one of the other things we'll talk about in part two is you don't have a plan for how you're going to actually bring clients in the door. So that was it for part one of make more money. I want to help you put more money into your pocket because like I said, my mission here with Sarion Coaching, whatever the name ends up being, TBD, maybe it is just Sarion Coaching. I don't know. The mission is to help female founders make and save and invest more money because I want us all to be wealthier. I want us all to have more freedom, more independence, more power. I want us to have a bigger impact on the world. I want us to have enough money to overcome some of these like things that the entrenched people do who have a lot of money. Like, Let's make more money, y'all. Okay. Step one is make more money. Step two is invest. Let's invest in assets. Let's become owners of things. And then let's generate passive income so that you have more time freedom and you're not always tied to having to work in work day in and day out. So if you are ready to make more money in your business, if you would like to scale it up so that you can take home a six-figure paycheck, if you would like to set up your offers and your team structure and your calendar to be able to make more money without having to hustle all the time, go and apply for the Six Figure Profit Blueprint. We are launching the week of June 19th. And I have a 16-week, week-by-week action plan laid out for you with 
everything that I know about growing, scaling a business that puts money in your pocket, it is laid out for you week by week. So go to www.millionaireceo.co forward slash six figures and fill out that application form and we will take our next steps from there. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and I will see you back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now, I want you to go take some action. What's one thing you can do this week to create more profit in your business? Send me a DM on Instagram at youngcocfo and share your action item with me. If you have a question or topic you'd like me to dive into, or if you're feeling empowered about taking charge of your finances, let's continue the conversation. Go to profitandprosper.co to submit a question or topic for me to talk about on the show. And because we all profit and prosper better with friends, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you listen, and share the episode. Make sure you tag me at youngcocfo on Instagram so I can give you some love, and I'll see you in the next episode.